the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. This is I on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of I on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Harmon, and welcome to Iron Real Estate. As you most likely know, real estate market is very unique, all to the United States, but it's always hot. I call it the universal language. Everyone wants to know about it. Everyone wants to know if it's going up, if it's going down, if it's a good time to buy, if it's a good time to sell. So we're doing a, a show, so we're going to give you pretty much... Generally, you know, I can't talk to every specific area, but if you have any specific questions, you can always catch us on um, radio show. Um, if you have any questions and you want to call, you can call us at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. And if we can't get you on the air, just leave your email address or your phone, and I'll be glad to get back to you during the week. Our real estate show is sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go for a mortgage or just to get get information. And I always tell everybody, information is priceless. It takes a little time, but it saves you lots of money. And really, there's so much to know now in mortgage. Uh, you can check out Citizens' website at citizensbank.com or just simply call them at 800 922 9999. I um, want to now, it's my pleasure to introduce you our new co host for the first hour of the show, Vice President Metro New York Regional Sales Manager at Citizens Bank, my friend and colleague, Tom Troop. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Dottie. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. I'm rushing. I'm only going to do the first hour. Steve Ebert, our, our, our our uh, attorney that talks about all everything real estate legally that has to do with real estate is going to take over the second hour. I uh, it's my granddaughter's sweet sixteen. I have to be on time. So, but there's a lot. Yeah, to don't talk be about. late to that, Dottie. Don't be late well, to I that. No, I can't be late for that. There's a lot to talk about. Okay, uh, some, one of my phones is ringing. Anyhow. I have a lot of new things to talk about today. you have anything that you'd like to speak about? Hey, Dottie, yeah. So, I, I mean, it was another interesting week just kind of in the, in, in the world in general, but I, you know, tend to focus on the financial markets and how that impacts uh, everything else, including real estate. And, you know, hey, we're, we're seeing that, um, you know, inflation is 
starting to make its way down, maybe not as fast as everyone would like. And everyone's talking about, hey, the next Fed meeting, which is actually coming up this week, um, right before well, Christmas. And I, I think I think the Fed's got a, a little more uh, increases in, in mind for uh, for the economy. Well, yeah, I was reading. Let me ask you this. I was going to ask you. Um, I read that the federal – now, I just want to tell everybody before I continue, a Friday night – I don't go out. I haven't gone out for the last 10 years just about. I always write the show, and I kind of want to put together the latest things that are happening. And all I can tell you is I have 20 million different publications, and there's so much diversity, like, in what people think is going to happen. One bank thinks this, another bank thinks that. So we're kind of in a period where no one's exactly sure, but I did read, Tom, that the Federal Reserve um, – have signaled, okay, signaled, so that means they haven't done it yet, folks, but they signaled to plan to raise their interest rates by 0.05% at their meeting next week. But elevated wages levels could leave them to raising their higher higher than expected. What what is your feeling about that? I think that I read that in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, no, I've I've read it in several publications myself, and just of course I've heard the uh, pundits talk about it on TV. I I do believe uh, you know this time 50 basis points is probably where they're going to go, but that they're definitely leaving the door open to more increases down the road, right? Maybe uh, not another 50, but a string of perhaps 25 basis points. I, I think their terminal rate they're trying to get to is is you know, just over five percent, and that would—that's almost a full where percent from where we are now. Mortgage rates, um, you know, the good news is they're, oh, they're wow. down from, yeah, they're, they're probably low, low sixes, six and a quarter, somewhere around there for yeah, thirty-six, yeah. and that's that's down from uh, over seven percent uh, in in mid-October. So, yeah. so that's a big positive. And by the way, um, everyone who's listening. If, if you look at a credit rate, you know, if you know, you read the papers and you're looking at the at the interest rates, that's for the best, best, best candidates. So that is why Correct. I'm that's, not going to talk about credit That's basically blemish. Today. That yes. is why no, we always free. tell you to get pre qualification <laughs> and a pre and a pre commitment because, you know. Before you're looking for houses or if you're just starting your journey, but even if you're not buying a house, you should do this anyway. Sometimes there's mistakes on your credit reports. Sometimes, you know, something may be old that you forgot about. I think I told everyone one time uh, there was a charge like 20 years ago that I probably, I didn't take it. And so they charged me. It was like American Express or something. So just do yourself a favor. Don't try to take shortcuts. Take the time. Tom and his team will be glad to walk you through it. If you don't want to speak to anyone because you don't feel like being social, then you can just text them or you can send them an email and they'll be glad to answer it. But make sure that your credit and all the stuff that's going to go to the bank eventually when you buy a house, then this would affect a car, it would affect anything you buy, um, 
that you've gone through that, and if there's any mistakes or if there's anything that they can fix or help your credit score go up, they'll do that before you apply to a, for a mortgage. You don't want to do it after you apply. Am I correct, Tom? And, and Dottie, that's such a great, that's such a great uh, point, and I, I can't emphasize it enough. Just this past week, I was speaking with a customer who, uh, a husband and wife, they were concerned that, their credit score was below 740 and, you know, they never missed a payment. Um, they had a pretty good history, you know, in terms of how many years they've had credit. And when we looked into it deeper, what we saw, they had a couple of credit cards that had very low limits. So I think one was uh, $2,000. The other one was certainly below five. And because of the uh, Christmas shopping and other things they had done, they had put a decent-sized balance on those cards. So when the credit report was pulled, um, right. it showed a very high balance to their limit, which dragged their score down quite a bit. And, you know, we, we looked a little further, and with them paying those cards back down and rescoring them, their scores will, will go back over 740. But if we had really right. And remember, the people do that, don't realize this. If you have bad credit or your credit has flaws in it, you're not going to get the best interest rate. Can I say that again? Yes. Make sure you do this because sometimes it's just a mistake that they just made a mistake on something. And remember, the higher your credit score, the better the interest rate. If you have flaws on your, you know, your credit score, you might still get a mortgage, but it's not going to be at that same, you know, interest rate. So, um, you want? Is, am I missing anything, Tom? You're the expert. No, that's that's 100% accurate, and uh, it's it's critical because look, if you're nowadays to buy a house, you're borrowing a, a large sum of money, right? So every every eighth in rate on say a $400,000 mortgage is thirty thirty five dollars a month. So if you're suddenly paying a full one percent higher because of your score, that's a significant bump in your payment, right? So so being diligent and, and taking the time to uh, to have somebody review that and see what you can what can be done to raise it could save you an insane amount of money. You know, on a thirty-year fix, three hundred and something dollars a month is over a hundred thousand dollars over the life of the loan. Right? That is a lot of money. So it's really worthwhile to take the time now if you're thinking, hey, in the springtime we want to go out and look. Like, well, let's figure that out right now and not wait until you found the house that you really want. You know, I I was I, I I was coming back from the dentist on Friday. I guess uh, I don't know Friday or Thursday, actually Thursday. And I ha- and I said, you know what, I'm going to walk. And I walked through. Um, I walked with a tree years Rockwell Plaza, you know. And and let me just tell you something, Tom. Okay, you know I'm in New York every day, but you know I'm not in usually in that area. It is crazy. I was almost knocked over by the crowds of people and the music. And by the way, if you're passing sax, they did a wonderful job on on this music and people singing and ice skaters ice skating and the crowds of people that I swear to God, I thought I was going to get trampled. I thought I was at the Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Okay, (laughs) so, you know, it's good to see that New York really has got the spirit and they're back and there's and, and I know that 
there's there's a you know a lot of people are traveling now and want to be in New York because let's face it, during the holidays there is no place like New York. Okay, um, so let me give you so that's good news. Let me give you some other good news. I think gas prices are so high, but they're lower than they were. Right, they're lower than they were a year ago. I don't, you know. I, you know, I read what they say gas prices when, they, when you read the papers, but those are national. You know, in New York, they're all different prices. Uh, but um, I think they're down to. Well, it's funny uh, you should say that. I I saw somebody paid over six dollars a gallon in New York City to buy gas, and out on Long Island, it's it's well under four dollars, right? So it is. It does right. depend on. And they were, they were quoting in I, I don't know maybe the Wall Street Journal or New York Times three twenty nine. I'm like, well. Please tell me where that station is. I haven't seen 329 anywhere because I'm getting my gas in the city or sometimes on Long Island. So, um, But it varies. But regardless of what it is, it's down from a year ago. So I guess that is good news. Okay? Um, I won't get into it today because I only have an hour and it's complicated. But I will tell you that Rebney, has, which is the Real Estate Board of New York, has thrown their support behind the new rules curtailing short-term rentals that protect landlords. And, um, you know, in the city, and I guess, you know, when you have your own private residence, you can rent, as long as it's legal, you can rent your house, or if you have a legal two-family, you can legally rent it. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of rules in the buildings. Uh, in the city, so you know you have to go and look, and I we always tell you to find out the the, the what their rules are. Um, but they have placed significant. They have been having difficulties overseeing safety and legality of short-term rentals. Now, there's two sides to every story, so let me just give you from the building's perspective. You really don't want a million different people renting a million different properties, buildings, because you don't know who they are. And so usually a lot of the buildings have, when you, you know, if you're, if you're looking for an apartment, something you should inquire about, they have rulings on you can rent. Well, you know, you can rent two weeks in a year. You can rent, you know, all different things. Maybe you can rent once every year. Or you have to read each building's perspective. Okay, um, if you recall, Madonna, Madonna had a lawsuit against, I think she was in the 60s, if I recall correctly, the building that, you know, she bought an apartment years ago when she was just starting out and she was just becoming famous. And now her kids are grown up, or at least some of her kids are grown up, and she wanted to rent to her daughter who was in her 20s she wanted to let her daughter live in her apartment because she travels all the time and she's not in New York a lot. And the building wouldn't let her do it. And she sued. Wow. And she lost. She lost because um, I think the ruling, I'm not quite sure what the ruling, but the building's perspective said that you could have an adult child, but you had to be there, something of that sort. So make sure that if you're looking for an apartment in the city, that you do read this perspective. So, um, you know, so they're trying to get their arms around short-term rentals. And um, 
on a show when I'm not only on an hour, I will talk a little bit more about exactly what that is. Now, I was telling Tom quite right before the show, it is amazing that if you read 20 different papers, they have 20 different predictions on what next year is going to be like. And, of course, you know, we'll, we'll give you our read on it, you know, towards the end. Of, well, we're at the end of the year soon. But now Goldman Sachs is predicting that the U.S. will narrowly escape recession. Well, that's good news because about a month or two ago they were predicting a recession or they were saying we were in one, if I recall correctly. But they're saying, Tom, even as banks tighten lending, now, do you, do you do you see that banks are going to be tightening lending? Um, I, I think it's just in a in a sense of interest rates, right? I mean, a little bit restrictor in terms of like higher rates, which is slowing down lending. But uh, in terms of like, you know, to the same qualified borrower, I don't really see any any change in what they're willing to lend. But uh, I do think less yeah. people borrowing less because the cost is higher, right, to, uh, right. to borrow the funds. Goldman Sachs is predicting the chances of the United States entering a recession in the next year. They're predicting 35%. So if you look at, if you Google predictions for real estate for 2023, you're going to get a million different answers because um, now the U.K. and Europe are already in a recession. Um in the U.S., Goldman said this cycle is different from any other largely because the labor market is being driven by significant job openings. Now, okay, and um, I just did a story for one of the papers on it, and here was my read. Yeah, prices are, I don't think prices are going to soar like they did. Okay, but they're going to probably, you know, be here or there, you know, up a little bit. You can negotiate a little bit. But the big reason why is we have a shortage of housing still. And I can't emphasize that enough. Now, we have had more inventory than we've had last year, but we still have a shortage of housing. And when there's more buyers than there are houses to sell, then what do you have? You have a buyer's, you have a seller's market, excuse me. Um, the third reason that this is what Goldman Sachs is predicting is that long-term inflation ex- expectations remain well-anchored, especially relative to the 1970s, according to the report. Overall, employment is on track to rise by half a point, and inflation is likely to drop from 5.1 to 3% in September of next year. So let's hope that happens, because that would be good. Because the reason they're raising interest rates is to curtail inflation. They want people to stop spending as much, right? Absolutely. Other banks yeah. have a less rosy outlook. A federal survey, a Fed survey of lending offices showed the proportion of banks in the U.S. tightening terms on loans. Now, this is for commercial real estate. Um, is big. So in October, it was it, at three percent in all places like New York. Rate hikes and recessions are undermining proposed projects. And so people, when they're thinking of building things, they're looking at interest rates. But I think we're going to have a pretty, uh, I think we're going to be just fine next year as long as you just follow the rules, get pre-qualified, get pre, get a pre-commitment, and watch your spending. 
don't take on any new debt. I think we have a commercial. Well, okay, because I'm trying to listen, and I think I hear a commercial very vaguely. We'll be right back. I want to talk to you about other things that are happening in New York and country. What can you expect at Adelphi University? Don't expect ordinary, because this is where extraordinary happens every day. Classes, smaller. Professors, more like mentors. Clubs and organizations to jump into, over 90. Graduating salaries, 28% higher than the national average. Over $70,000 a year for baccalaureate grads. A U.S. News and World Report best college with exceptional undergraduate programs, graduate and doctoral programs, certificates, and continuing education. Top-ranked academics with hands-on learning in healthcare, STEM, arts and humanities, social work, psychology, and the business and teaching professions. With career guidance that's won national recognition. More scholarships, more internships, more friendships. Wherever you're going, whatever your age, whatever your goal, you can expect extraordinary. Adelphi University. Learn more at adelphi.edu slash exceptional. No one wants to be under the weather. Now that it's officially cold and flu season, you don't want to fall victim to a nasty virus. Whether it's the flu, coronavirus, or the common cold, Invite Health is here to help you make it through this cold and flu season with success. This week, they're focusing on promoting the immune system with powerful, clinically studied nutrients. And they're making this even easier for you by bringing you this limited-time offer. Buy one of their select immune health supplements and get 40% off retail. Double up, buy two, and get free shipping. Call them now at 800-673-2345 to save on select immune health products. Again, that's 800-673-2345. One more time, that's 800-673-2345. Don't wait to make sure your body is protected. Support your body's immune defenses today. Invite health. Get healthy, stay healthy. 800-673-2345. Cedar Cares, Inc. seeks ML Ops engineer in New York, New York, to collaborate with data engineers, developers, and technical leads to deliver ML-based systems that can be deployed both in the cloud and on edge using AWS SageMaker and containers. Salary, $178,500 to $210,000 per year. Telecommuting is available. If interested, send resume to hr at cedar.com, reference MLOE1. Again, send resume to hr at cedar.com, reference MLOE1. Join on-air TV and radio legal analyst attorney Arthur Idala for the Arthur Idala Power Hour every weekday evening at 6. The show is a mix of timely news and current events from a legal angle, compelling talk with high-profile guests and everyday people calling in, and discussions on state and local politics, health and wellness, entertainment, and more. The Arthur Idala Power Hour with attorney Arthur Idala, making the case for the city he loves. Weekday evenings at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. 
That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're a serious and qualified SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Get this big tax deduction for 2022. Hurry before it's too late. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to Iron Real Estate. I'm here with Thomas Drew. We're talking about mortgages, financing, all those lovely things. Um, just want you to know, I will not be here the second hour. I have a sweet 16 to go to, my granddaughter. But we'll, but um, Stephen Ebert, our prestigious legal partner that uh, from the firm Casson & Casson, will be hosting the second half. And we will be joined by an old, old friend of mine. We've been in real estate forever, of Stephen Moranis at 1130. And he will be talking about the latest on Canadian real estate market and what's going on there. You'll be shocked. Okay. Also, Tom, how do you feel about this? Manhattan may be getting its first casino. SL Green is selling its bid as the only New York proposal. Uh, and they had an interview with him, and he said there that you know that he is that he wants guests. He wants to have a hotel, and they want to put you know gambling. Um, casino opponents argue that gambling venues don't generate consumer spending, but really, but merely cannibalize it from other establishments. But SLG is proposing to turn its office building at 1515 Broadway, into the Casino Hotel. Now, because the hotels, now if you've ever been to uh, Vegas or even uh, any casinos, they're very dark, and they don't, you know, so you don't know what time it is, and you kind of right. never can leave, you know, you try to never leave the hotel. They never want you to leave. Uh, but because the, their hotel would only have 800 to 1,000 rooms, the company expects some visitors will have to venture to other hotels and restaurants um, in Times Square and elsewhere. SL Green will share the wealth, he says. So, therefore, he's saying, well, other hotels will get some of the customers because he can't fit them all. And no matter how you feel about gambling, it's a little weird to think of a casino as some kind of unifying force for its community. But... S.L. Green is not alone in framing his project that way. Um, New York Mets owner and hedge fund billionaire Stephen Cohen has described his proposal. Now, his proposal is to have gambling at, that will connect at Willard's Point as something that will connect City Field, the waterfront, and surrounding community. Um, the state has not yet released its request for application, so this is all people that want to do it, but they haven't approved anything. Um, Times Square seems like a logical choice, 
Although if it gets any busier, I really don't, I can't tell you, it's crazy. Um, meanwhile, related companies are pitching ground-up projects for the second phase of Hudson Yards. And they're looking to build a casino in Coney Island. So, um, uh, like it or not like well, it. look, I... What do you think? New Yorkers gamble, right? I mean, New Yorkers definitely gamble. There's no question. And I'd be curious... Uh, you know how many how much money New Yorkers spend in Vegas or you know Connecticut or Atlantic City, but I'm sure it's a decent amount of money, right? And uh, absolutely, like you, you have to take They're going to take money away from Vegas and and Connecticut and Atlantic City to put it right in the backyard there in, in Manhattan. That seems like uh, yeah. You know what I think is going to hurt the worst? Atlantic City. I was, oh, yeah. This I is agree. just my opinion. Only because Vegas is like, you know, if you want to go to Vegas from New York, you're taking a trip on a plane, okay? Um, but if you just want to go gamble and you're anywhere in the New York area, I mean, it's a lot simpler. Um, a lot of people against it, a lot of people for it, but it's going to happen. And, you know, this is all revenue, revenue to the cities. So, um, again, when, I can't tell you because applications haven't been taken, Um but they have taken cannabis applications, and uh, from what I'm told, I haven't gone to the store. But what I'm told, there might be a store to open uh, that are selling cannabis. And uh, I remember being in Colorado when cannabis was legal years ago. Um, but it was it was legal in the state. It wasn't legal federally. So I'll never forget one time, I didn't take a plane from I. I I had to be in Colorado Springs. I didn't take a plane. I I took a car service from Colorado Springs to Denver, from Aspen to Denver. And the guy was telling me, oh, this is the greatest job because everyone leaves all their dope in here. And I then keep it because when you get into the airport, it's federal and federal, it's not legal. So it is legal in New York. They're giving out licenses. Um, Again, it was bound to happen. So, again, I don't know how anyone feels about that. Uh, and I'd love to hear your comments one of these days when you call in. Um, and let me just say this. I don't want to have to be afraid to ask questions that might be a little bit controversial. But the fact is I love this country. I love being in a place where we're allowed to have difference of opinions. And I really never want that to be able to stop. And I can't say this enough, okay? If someone has a different opinion than yourself, but they're not hurting anyone, okay, you might totally disagree. But that's what America is all about. You're allowed to have difference of opinions. And people are afraid now to say what they feel. I, you know, I, I was at a restaurant where somebody mentioned something that was, you know, and the guy walked out. One of the people at the table just said, I can't listen to this, and he walked out. And I mean, like, so you don't have to agree. I, it's like I tell my daughter, when I'm going to lecture with something, don't cut me off right away. Hear what I have to say. I say, Mom, I'm listening. I'll tell you my advice, and then you'll politely say, well, Mom, thanks for the advice, but I really am not going to take it. I don't think it's work. It's not something that I think will work for me. So 
Do you find that, Tom, that you're even a little cautious about talking about anything? Yeah, look, I, I think there's um, there's a lot of tension out there in general, right, over uh, so many different topics. And when one of those topics is brought up, uh, it's almost like a, uh, you know, very uneasy feeling in the room when you don't, if it's not somebody you know very well, if you're just having a conversation or whatever. But look, even in in terms of in fa- within families, right, you're, you're getting that, that almost like divide over, Whatever, whatever it is, politics. Yeah, well, or, let's not religion. have a war over it, okay? Just remember, when you when when someone's disagreeing, remember that we're in a country that's allowed, and that if you live in another country, they might kill you if you disagree. So as long as it's not, yeah, so we should be grateful that, you know, that we can hurt express someone our, or do something bad. Yeah, I listen. I, I I love this country too, and I and I think it's great that people can express uh, the way they feel or think or whatever or or even the actions that they take, provided it doesn't, um, you know, interfere with my liberties, right, and and my, the way I live my life. But so, you know, it, it's it's kind of like a, an, an ongoing experiment in this country, right, to see how this will all end up. And I just hope um, at the end, acceptance and tolerance and you know, peace prevail, right? That's that's really what what I hope for me and my kids. You know, more more important. Likewise. This is a little fun thing, which I don't know if it's true or not, but it says it's true. Oh, we're going to have a break soon. Well, anyhow, it says, if your home's value will rise if you live near this grocery store, Aldi, a German chain of discount supermarkets, and they're saying that people's homes went up, and uh, if you live not too far from Trader Joe or Whole Foods, I'm not sure if I agree with that. I don't know how they found that survey, but they did. Did you ever hear that before, Tom? Something to it, Dottie. I I think, you know, people have, like, uh, I know people are just fanatics about certain stores, whether it's a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or I've never been to an Aldi, but. I never have these. I've never even heard of it. So, but it says it's a. I never heard of a Aldi. I, or I might, I might be saying it wrong. Aldi, A L D I. It's a German chain of discount supermarkets. I haven't seen them in New York, so you know. But maybe that's just me. Have There's you seen some, them? Yeah, yeah, I have. As a matter of fact, some on Long Island. Um, they're popping up around, and uh, look, at, they're all competing for, you know, everyone's uh, everyone's business. So I, I think well, competition you know, is good. I think when I was young, and I grew up on Long Island. Like, people that had a lot, a lot of money, and I came from the very middle class, you know, we weren't were starving, but we certainly were very middle class, a very nice neighborhood, all the neighbors were great, and um, obviously people want to be, you know, they don't, you know, you know, and, and people that had tons of money used to move, like, way far so that they have to drive 20 minutes to the nearest store. I don't think the millennials want to do that. I think we're in a generation where the millennials are the biggest buyers, and I think they want convenience. And I remember people driving and driving to get to stores, especially if they lived way up on the North Shore. And I think it's all about convenience today. And people want things that are close. They don't want to have to hike. That's my letter. I I would agree with that, too. You know, uh, convenience is... uh... For everyone, really, I, I 
I, I think I focus on it more now than I ever have. Uh, and I'm not a millennial, so I think convenience is uh, is something we've just been grown accustomed to, and I'm all for it. Right. Now, I, I know I've gone over this, but I want to go over it one more time because I really want to emphasize this if you're looking for home. Tom, the pre-qualification letter, it's not a guarantee you'll get the house because it's not a commitment. And can you explain the difference between a pre-qualification letter and a mortgage commitment letter? Sure, Dottie. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, That pre-qualification is generated uh, by a loan officer, the bank, and that's the person that uh, the consumer would meet with to kind of talk about their options and some of the different products that they could potentially qualify for. So what the loan officer does, they run their credit, they look at the income, and they say, okay, based on what we've reviewed, you're pre-qualified to go buy a house for X number of dollars and a loan amount of Y, right? Um, Now, let's say they ultimately go find a house, they go into contract, and they're like, okay, now I need a commitment letter. Well, the loan officer doesn't issue the commitment letter. That's issued by an underwriter at the bank. That's somebody who works for the bank, and they're going to look at everything, right, the the property, the credit, the income, uh, A to Z. They're going to say, okay, based on all this, here is your commitment, which is a letter from the bank saying, you know, we're going to lend you X number of dollars on your house, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll wire the money to the, to the closing table, and you'll borrow this money, and you bring your down payment, and you close. And so it's there's definitely the, – the prequal is the first step in the process. The commitment is kind of the uh, the ultimate um, when it comes to getting a mortgage, right? That's what everyone Absolutely. needs in order to close. So if you are a seller, if you are a seller, and sometimes words are tricky, and someone says, I have a prequal, okay, well, it's better than having nothing, okay? But it doesn't True. mean that they're going to get approved, okay? Where if you have a commitment letter, that's done by the bank itself, and the bank is committing to lending you a certain amount of money. And this way, as a seller, because you you don't want to end up back on the market again. As a seller, you know that these people are approved for X amount of money, and I would ask to see it. Okay, because you shouldn't mess around with houses. And, you know, when, when we even when we get buyers, I mean, we ask them a, a million questions, but, you know, a lot of times they don't even know, or sometimes it could be a payment that they missed and they, they forgot about it. Um, that's why I always tell buyers, run your credit, do those che- credit checks, talk to the loan offices before you start. But if you're a seller and you have a, pre- a commitment, okay, not a pre-qualified, then, you know, it's pretty much you can take it to the bank. As long as your your exactly. home, and, as long as the only thing is your home has to uh, appraise to the amount appraise. that they're lending. So that's correct. That's the one thing. Okay. So as a seller, as a seller, people that have a larger down payment are less likely to not get a mortgage. They still might not. It's not a guarantee, but that's why sellers usually like to take either all cash offers or a higher down payment. So if you are a buyer 
and you would like to, let's say there's multiple offers, and you want your offer to get accepted, it's not a guarantee, but I would say if you can put down a little more, put down a little more. And definitely show, make your broker show the sellers, hey, we have been approved for this amount of money, and we're putting down X amount of money. And I know it's a lot, okay, um, but it's really important. And that doesn't mean And one day we'll dedicate um, a show on how you can buy with 5% down and things of that nature. But if you're looking, you know, in a competitive market, and it's still competitive, um, there's still not a lot of inventory. Uh, and rents are really, you know, it's not like you save money renting too much anymore, I don't think. Okay. Uh, yeah. You would be better. You would be better with putting a little more down if you can. Okay, if you can. And one day I'll tell you how to. I well. Okay, I'll do it now. If you want to try, let's say you're really competitive, and the broker says, "Hey, there's 15 offers," or there's a like, you know. Now I don't think you're going to see that today. We saw that last year, but. Uh, if you wanted to to, to do a, a, a an all cash offer, you could use some of your home home equity. Uh, you could tap home equity a home equity line of credit. You could I don't know you know if you have some investments and they're not going to really get penalized too much. You maybe could use that. You could always borrow if you can. I wasn't able to, but there is a bank of mom and dad. Which, by the way, I hate to, I love citizens, but Tom, I have to admit, if you can get a loan for the bank of mom and dad, that's the best. It is the best. <laughs> Usually the terms are the best too, right, on a loan like that? So I, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would recommend if you can get it, take it. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting you brought up an all-cash offer. We were seeing a lot of those, right, during the pandemic because of the fact that, you know, there were so many offers and you had to look like the most competitive one. And, but a lot of these people still wanted to get financing. So what we did, and I know a lot of other lenders do this too, is we would allow the person to buy cash and then we would do what's called a, uh, um, a technical refi, right? Which is basically the same as a purchase. So we would give you the same amount of financing as we would on a purchase after you bought the house. Could take that money back so out. This is what Tom's saying. This is very important. Tom, can you repeat this again? Yeah, sure. So, um, again, this was really popular during the pandemic when there were a lot of offers being made. But you can purchase the house cash, right, with funds that you have, let's just say. And um, then you come back to the bank and say, hey, look, I just paid ha- uh, cash for this house. I'd like to get a mortgage. And we'd say, okay, we, no problem. We call that a a delayed financing or a technical Okay, Tom, we're going to have to hold that. We have a quick break, and then we'll finish that subject up. We'll be right back. We have a quick break, and we're going to finish about how you can make an all-cash offer if you choose to. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Live in concert. Tuesday, December 27th. Two shows at Prudential Center. Millions have made this 
their must-see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans-Siberian Orchestra's The Ghost of Christmas Eve, the best of TSL, and more. Produced by Metamorphic Concerts. And now, for a limited time only, AM970 The Answer's giving away four sets of tickets to this must-see show. You can enter online at am970theanswer.com by clicking on the Trans-Siberian Orchestra banner. Enter to win now. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Hi. We're back and we're talking. I'm talking with Tom Drew and we're talking about ways to make your office stand out. And, you know, obviously if you're a seller, there's very little risk with cash because if someone's paying all cash. So, you know, we don't. We, I think that today it's not like it was a year ago. I think that you're going to have some leeway in in negotiating with the seller. 
But the same token, hot houses that come right out, you know, that are on the market and they're very, very new, you know, you really got to save them quick because they do go fast. Um, so we said some of the ways you can is you can tap to a home line, you know, home equity line of credit on the existing home. Um, now, we didn't talk about this, and Tom, I think they're very expensive, so I don't suggest people do this. It's not my advice, but I am not a mortgage person. You can take a bridge loan out, which bridges you until you buy your second home, you know, that you can sell your home, and or if you didn't sell your home, you can get the money to buy the second home. But aren't they very costly bridge loans? Yeah, well, so because only because very few lenders offer them, right? So when there's a very small market for that product, uh, they tend to charge a very high interest rate, um, you know, to the consumer. So yeah, we 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 could talk about you know other things that or give them other options, right? Yeah, we don't recommend the bridge loan. I mean, as a last resort, maybe, but it's not something that we would recommend. It's very expensive, and it you know there's other ways to do it. You can do an adjustable mortgage, right? I mean, you don't have to have a fixed rate. So, Tom, when we talk about adjustable mortgages, that means they're not fixed for 30 years. But most people go live in a house for 30 years anyhow. So give me, like, kind of, a, like, if uh, a if fixed rate, a 30-year mortgage is, what would you say, a little over six, six something? Yeah, say six and a quarter. What do we get some adjustables today. for? So, you know, a, a 10-year adjustable, which is fixed for 10 years and then adjust for the next 20 would be about half a percent to three quarters of a percent lower than the 30 year fixed. Right. So there's definitely a savings over that 10 year period um, or using one product over the other. And then maybe a seven year adjustable would even be lower than that. So depending on, you know, the plan or, you know, what, you know, they're saying, Hey, I'm, I'm buying a co-op and, you know, maybe I'll live in it for five years and then I'm selling it and I'm moving on to something else. Well, a 30-year fix really doesn't make much sense in that scenario. And uh, we would say, all right, well, look at the 10-year arm because, you know, you'll have that fixed rate the entire time that you're in the co-op. So no sense in paying a higher rate if you don't need it, right? So it's kind of a Yeah, no, I think it's adjustable. And again, for people like myself, which are baby boomers, uh, the interest rates, I tell you, every week were 15%. I took an adjustable. I think it was, I don't know, at 11 or something like that. And, you know, I, I was lucky sure whenever it, went, it adjusted. I'm sure it went it down, right? Up, but I, like over the years, that's how I got over in. Over the years, that, the rate on that went down, I bet, as it adjusted. It did. It did. It did. I don't know why. I really never understood it. But I was like, oh, my God, my adjustment has went down. But... Yes. All I'm telling you is you've got to start somewhere. And I am not biased because I'm in the business. I really believe in ownership and home ownership. I think it's the best way to build wealth over time. Don't look at those flip shows where, oh, they flip it and they make $100,000 and they're flipping the house. Don't buy, buy any of that garbage. Okay, but if you live in a home and rents usually, depending on where you live, are not so cheap, you're building equity and you're building, whereas rent, you're just throwing it out. You're giving it to the landlord and good for the landlord that he was smart enough to buy investment property. But 
over time, at least you have something to show for your money. With rent, you have really nothing. And, of course, there are times when it's wiser to rent. Um, but there are so many types of mortgages that, you know, we didn't even cover some of them. We'll cover more of them as we go on with this year. But that is what I always say. How much does the house appreciate every year, would you say, Dottie? Make an appointment even before you start your housing search and find out your options. You'd be surprised how many options there are, okay? Uh, There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of options. Now, they're not giving away money. Like when I bought mine, well, I bought a, a house in the Hamptons and I thought I was a big shot. And I said, oh, I can't really even afford this, but I want to buy it because I, I knew I could rent it. I said, if I have to, then I'll just rent it. And at that time, Tom, do you remember they had what they call stated income? And you could just make I remember it well. Yes, I remember it well. Okay. And I mean, then, you yeah. say, oh, yeah, I make, uh, I make a million dollars. You know, I'm 26, but I make a million dollars. And as long as yeah. your credit was good. So the key is credit, and the key is being informed. And let me tell you something about Citizens Bank, and I have mortgages that with them myself. They really take the time. And sometimes people feel uncomfortable, you know, they're going to think I'm stupid. And online, all these rates, I don't go for that. I, I really believe you should speak to someone in person, find all out the options, um, also find out because, again, when they, when they give you a rate, that's based on you having a good credit score. And at least when you go to a, a bank and you go to an officer, they will look at everything and they will, you know, they will do a credit check you should do it yourself a couple of times a year. I say I'm going to do it a couple of times a year. I think I do it maybe once a year. But check. Because if there's something on that's not good on your credit, many times they can fix that before you apply for a mortgage. And sellers, look at the down payment, look at the terms. And if somebody has a commitment from a bank, I would ask to see it. Okay, I'd say fine. I would ask to see it, okay, because, you know, it's only fair. If they don't want to show it to you, then, well, then maybe they don't have it. Um, but it's a good time to get a mortgage. And to me, again, it's all your perspective. If you bought a home three years ago or two years ago and you got 3% interest rates, I would hang on to it, okay? I, I've never yeah. heard of interest rates that low. But I don't think it's fair to compare it to a year that – Tom, have you ever heard of 3% interest rates before that? No. It was uh, like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been years. I never heard of 3%. So when they yeah. compare and they go, oh, interest rates are so high. I read the papers. Interest rates are so high. They're not everybody out it. Well, they're really not. As I said, I'll leave you on this note. The average typical... Ion on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.